Right. Well, since we asked, we're certainly doing John Hill, and I've got a feeling that we're up to chapter... Chapter... No. You finished, you went to the end of Zion. Yeah, yeah. You went to the end of Zion, but you did it quite quickly, so I have made a note that you'd probably be going back a bit. Am I? Oh. I think you just had a bit to the end of Zion. I hadn't thought so. I thought I'd actually, I thought I'd finish it properly because. Well, but I like to remind. If you have no more to say, just make it one. If you have no more to say on it. Can I just make a point here? You are, you are either a marmin or you're not a marmin. If you're a marmin, as we are, the Donil was written as he says, as he says when he wrote it. Yeah, he says he's writing it in the first. Chapter Zion he wrote in the first year of of Balshatzer, um, and Chapter Ches he's going to say in the third year. He is describing events which are happening years later, many years later. He is at the end of the Babylon of the Babylonian. He's describing already, which people could not necessarily be sure is going to occur, the Malchus Prasumodai. He then describes how Alexander's time came along. And we'll, say, we'll see expressly in this chapter, which is sort of a continuation of the previous one, that he actually says specifically, the Malach actually tells specifically, it's the Persians who are going to be the one who's going to be next, and after that will come the Greeks. This is quite specifically, Yovel. So, but it's, he's, he's, it's, what? It's specifically interpretation of uh, visions. Yes, I mean, it's not, what I'm saying, it's not just later people coming along and saying, ah, well, seeing what happened to the world, this must be Persia, and then we'll, we'll fit in and say, well, you know, what's that dream talking about? Oh, yeah, it was about, it must have been about the Greeks. No, we're going to see the positive itself, it's expressly that this is going to, he, at the time, he was told by the Malach, that is the Greeks. Yeah. And the first king, he's been told, the first king of the Greeks, which is Alexander, has been told then about the splitting up of the empire into four. And then comes along the great big beast, which afterwards, which we said well, has to be Rome. I mean, so, what you've got now is, a new, if you believe that this was written at the time we got it, then clearly this is Mammoth, Minashamayim, this is Nevoi, you can't argue, you can't argue about this, that this is telling you what's going to happen in the future at a time when when they were living he would have said well we trust is all very familiar the idea of, of coming along and Alexander but at the time when he's, this is being written if you believe as we do that this was written at the time of Balshatzer he's telling he's foretelling the future yeah. and you can also see why then it all has to be hidden it has to be hidden because if you were actually living at the time of Belshazzar and you're told about all this that's going to happen, including particularly the last king is going to be really nasty to the Jews, which is spelt out more in, the, in chapter Ches than in chapter Zion, yeah, it is, then you're going to go into a state of total despair. I mean, this is talking about hundreds, of, at least you can still work it out. It's going to be hundreds of years. In fact, we know it's a lot more than hundreds of years. But at the time, they could see hundreds of years are going to be terrible sorrows and getting worse. So um, we can see why it would be that he kept on being told, hide it, write, you know, cover it up, or whatever. And it's only then we're going to, bit by bit, expand it. Well, who now, this kept, who kept this? There must be. What is well, we understand. It must have been somewhere in a bank box <laughs> we understand it was handed over to, the, to the, well this, the first of all the interpretation is hidden over is hidden. we'll see at the end of this, ch of this chapter it even seems to Donil himself if he was actually given it clearly expressly and there's a Chazal which says Yaakov and Donil were told the actual truth then it was hidden from him whereas, whereas Yaakov was, it seems as if only stopped handing it over it seems as if Donil it was then hidden from him and he he's also was in a bit of a what, what oh yeah I don't remember I'm not quite sure what it means anymore yeah that sort of thing and, and, from, what it was, and from then on it was given to Yanja Knesset which he was one and they kept it and we've already seen that they were the ones who actually com compiled it if that's the right word Daniel and therefore you know everybody would have known, it would have been kept secret it's one what's of the what's the whole idea of this new war what can you do about it the war usually is a warning to do something that... What's what well, I think the answer to that, I don't know. And I think that's one of the reasons why we don't talk about him as being a novi. A normal novi is somebody who comes along with the word of God, said to him, 
lives for time, he's, he talks over, and he's hovering, he brings you a message from God, and he tells you, uh, you know, behave yourself or you'll get clobbered. And, 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 and this is not doing any of that, no. Just that. It's more a prediction of... Prediction of uh, more than a prediction. Prediction is guesswork, isn't it? It's assumption. No, trying to work out. With, with hindsight, like global warming or whatever. What? But with hindsight... These, more these predictions are true. Yeah, but it's not a prediction. I'm just arguing with the word prediction. It was a, a prophecy of what was, def- what definitively is going to happen. The only way we've got a, a little bit of wiggle room in, in, in it is, to some extent, the events look a little bit unclear. And we'll see in this particular chapter, chapter Ches, that you get the Ibn Ezra is trying to understand the, the, the last king as being the one, as being the, still the, um, the, um, the, the Greek under, under the Seleucids, rather than pushing it all the way into Rome. It's only Russia who's trying to say Rome. Well, of course, if you're living that much later, as you go later on in time, you increasingly will say, well, this must be Rome, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the, the last king. Right, so let's, now chapter Ches, which we're going to do now, is a sort of a continuation on chapter Zion, but expanding on it. Chapter Zion, if you remember, we had we had these four beasts coming up, and the first beast, obviously to him, would have been Bovel, and it's right that great big power that which is in his time that was the lion, if you remember. And then we're not told very much about the next two. We're told there was a bear, and a bear was powerful, and then we were told about a, a leopard, which we said was uh, uh, the bear being the, the, the Persians, and then we were told about the about the Greeks because we had a, a leopard coming along, but it had wings that came very fast. That was his only time to the great, and then it broke itself up into four different, you know, four um, four it was in, you know, four heads. There's going to be the division of Alexander's into four that we were talking going to see it again here. And then, he, particularly, he was worried about the last one, this real this animal. We couldn't even think of a comparison of any animal. To any, to, to, it, was nothing, it wasn't like a bear or a lion or a chicken or a cow <laughs> we couldn't describe it at all all we had is this, these uh, ten horns and the, and the teeth of iron and it was going around treading and smashing everything up and that we said was, was going to be Rome and it followed from that that the, after that we had the Atik Yomim putting an end to the Romans because they had been uh, speaking against the Kishbaru and effectively the I mean, it is true to say that right the way through human history until now, there was always a belief in God. Or gods. A belief in God or gods. It's only now we're getting apostles say the, the mere idea that, no, you know, there's no God at all. I mean, there's a famous story with Baal Shem Tov that, he's, that he said you can deal with somebody who's, a, who's an Ovinaveda Zara, but you can't deal with somebody who doesn't believe in anything at all. Somebody didn't believe in any God at all. I mean, I don't think, for example, if you are just simply a, a, a God, a nothing, you, were, you, were, you didn't exist before you existed, and after Chasmatolim, a person dies, there's nothing left of him, so why shouldn't you enjoy yourself and do whatever you want during lifetime? You're, you're like a, an amoeba. Why shouldn't one amoeba enjoy themselves as much as they can, swallowing up other amoebas? There's no future, there's no past, there can't be any morality, logical morality. It's only when you've got ever some sort of divinity that you can have a myth, uh, an idea of being good and bad. Yeah? So the last one is this... Go- is this um, that's, that's the problem today, the secular society. Exactly, exactly. That's what we're saying, that this is against God and has been removed by the Arctic. You know I mean? And then we saw the Mashiach coming along. Now in this, in this vision now he's going to have, he's going to expand on the second and the third. He's going to tell us more about how the second and the third were which is the, the Persians and the, the Persians and, the, and the, the Greeks and a little bit more about the a bit of t- in relation to times giving us more of um, dates <laughs> which <laughs> we don't understand so let's do Rashi let's start off at the beginning of chapter Ches Mishnas Sholosh Lamalchus Belshazzar Ah, yes, it's changed now, which I, as I said to you, this I understand fully. I mean, he would speak Loshna Kodesh, it's going to be kept for the, the Yin for David Oz. Why not write it in Loshna Kodesh? My problem would only be the previous chapter, which is also visions, and that was in Aramaic, and I haven't got a proper answer to that. There is one answer. Unless it was for the Goyim. 
Could be. But he would they would you wouldn't have told over. He didn't tell over this dream. It doesn't say anything. Anyway, a vision occurred to me. Ani Doniel and some suggest that it, it occurred to me. No one else has seen this vision. I mean, throughout the, you, you may have had all, all these in the Vim from the time of Yaakov Avinu. Nobody has ever seen anything like this to tell us what's going to happen in the future. Don't forget, we are at the end of, of the period of Nevoah. You've only got three Nevoah after, after him in the beginning of the second bias, and they don't seem to have do very, very, very much Nevoah. I mean, at that moment, they've already done it before, so we're coming to the end. So, as it were, Imlai Hashtray Mosai, the Abish is explaining things. After that first vision which I had before of these three animals, beasts, so now for Eivor, I saw Bechazain in this vision. And I was in Shushan. Biwa is normally the fortress, it's like um, you have the base of Midrash called the Biwa. It's rather like you have a you have a town, but in the middle of the town you will have the fortress, the castle, whatever. So it's the it's also the palace of the king, but it's also an administrative area, but it's also the, the, the most fortified area. In Shushan Habiwa, in the this fortified capital part of Shushan, Asherba Elon, which is in the area called Elon, Hamadina. Now and I saw in the vision and I was by the Uloi. Now, Uval is normally translated as a river. So it's by the river Uloi. Okay? Well, that's a problem. So there he is, by the river Uloi and Shushan. Now, there's a number of different postures in here. I'm not sure it gets us very far, but there's a number of possibilities. First of all, if you remember, Doniel, you would have thought, would be in Bovel. We're still talking about the Babylonian Empire. Why wasn't Doniel there in, in Bovel giving advice and being the, uh, you know, Balshatza? And after all, fairly soon he turns up when Balshatza has these writing on the wall, he's there. I mean, they didn't go sort of trying to catch him from, from you know, send messages over to, to Shushan. So, one possibility is that it's in his dream, in his vision, he's seeing this Shushan Habiwa. He's not now in Shushan Abiyah, he's in Bovel. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And indeed, he may be by the river Uloi, which is in Bovel. In the dream. In, what? in the dream. I don't you say a dream. I'm not sure it's a dream. There's because it, in the dream. Yeah, yeah, it's a vision. But I don't know, it doesn't say Bachaloi. It doesn't say Bachaloi. Uh, I mean, we remember in the Chumash, we're told two different ways which the Abisha speaks to other Navim, apart from Avon, to, to Moshe Rabbeinu. It's either Bachaloi Madabeboi, or it says Bamare Elovesvato. And it seems to be more like a, a Mare. Uh, and he may be Bahokis, he's a lie. He's, a, he's walking around, and suddenly, wow, <laughs> he's getting this, this, this vision turning up to him. It may not be in a dream. Because the other one, he made a whole fuss in chapter Zion, didn't he? I'm on my bed and I was lying there and, he, and here, he doesn't say anything about sleeping. So I would imagine it's Pahokis. That's why he's by the river Uloi. He's not lying down having a siesta by the river Uloi. Yeah? He happens to be there and he's, and he's having this vision. I, I think he's, he's Pahokis. That means awake, yeah? Yeah? So one possibility is in his dream, not dream, I'm saying myself, in his vision, he's moved over to River Uloi, and the expression. Uh, sorry, he's, sorry, in his he visits by the River Uloi, and in, and in his vision, he's moved over to Shushan, and the reason being that Shushan is going to be the capital of the Persians, which is going to be the next capital that's going to exist. Something that's one possibility. That we explain. Therefore, he's still in Bovel. The other possibilities is maybe after he wasn't in good. We don't seem to find Shabal Shatsa really liking him. That's why. The Queen, if you remember, said to Balshatzer when, when the writing was on the wall, she said, why, why don't you bring in that, um, that chappy um, Doniel, who'd been, been used by Nuchanetzer, and, you know, and, he, you know, and he's a, a very clever chap, why don't we use him? So it's obviously been demoted, or cast away, or for some reason or another gone into hiding, or whatever, so they had to, sh- to step out. So it may be that he was now no longer in the, in the royal functions, 
and uh, he was in, happened to be in Shushan, or he had one particular job. Yeah, so it's, it's possible he was in Shushan, and River Uloi is by Shushan, and alternatively he's in Bovel, and he's got a, a, a vision. One of the problems is, to, as you suggested, uh, is, 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 the is this River Uloi, where is this River Uloi? It ain't none about, around Shushan, that was a Sergeant Gore, who would have known about it. There ain't no Uloi <laughs> around outside. Baldur seems to say it's a, a, a canal, apparently. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but where is this canal? Uh, yeah. 300 yards outside. Yeah. It's a 300 yard oh, canal. Yeah, outside Shushan. Okay. Well, in which case, he definitely is in. Shushan. But then, why, what's he doing in Shushan? I mean, he certainly no, must have. He must have got back quickly because at the end, the end of the third. What? You mean he, you've got a double thing? He's, in the, he's, he's, he's both. He's both moved. Uh, he's moved in his in, in his vision. Yeah. He sees himself in Shushan That's by right. its canal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I can tell you, all of the four ship have got a problem with trying to work this one right out where he was where he was and what he seen but I'm not sure it gets us very he far well I think you I don't think you need to say it that way I can only tell you that I mean it's not just me I mean it's uh, some of the, 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 the great unfortunate are saying like that it doesn't really matter let's carry on <coughs> and I lifted up my eyes and I saw there was this ayel so that's going yeah, I say and it has horns horns and the horns are big going up high or whatever one is Taller than the other. Vagavaya, I don't know about but it's it's the it's the second one which is higher. Sorry, not the same level, of course. Not the same level. The second horn is higher, and it's not only that. That's the one that came up second. It's the second one which is higher, but it's also it's, it's coming up. So you know, it seems as if it came one carrying came first, and then another carrying came up, which is bigger than the first. Yeah. Let's just go a little bit further. For Isis her ayol, and I saw this ayol. Um, that's the ram, Megayach, and it was going round goring, Yoma the Tzofaino Vonegba, to the west and to the north and to the south. It doesn't mention the east. <laughs> You'll notice, yeah. The Chorachayas lo yamdulifon. No other animal could stand up to it because it was goring them. They could be saved from him. So he's, he's quite a, an aggressive character. He did whatever he wanted, the Higdil, and he become great. Now, if you just skip a little bit, because we might as well have the interpretation, look at Posset Kaf. Well, this is the Malach speaking to him. So, now, this is the authorized interpretation we'll see at the end by the Malach who's telling him what it means that, you, that you've seen that these, this ayol is the, is the kingdom of Modai and Pas with the two horns so what are the two horns it's fairly obvious that Modai started off as being the top dog this is this partnership that was made of Pas and Modai they came together and smashed up the Babylonian Empire but there were two separate kingdoms. We're told by Josephus, we mentioned this before, that they were that the way they joined up was Daryovesh, who was that uh, a Daryovesh, who was a king of Modai. He took as a son-in-law a man called Kairosh, who was a king of Pras, and that joined the two together. And therefore, Modai started off as, as Malchus Modai Pras. He became the king once they got rid of Belshazzar. Then after him became the, the Pras Umodai. That's why in Esther we always talk about. Plus, Umodai as being the, uh, the the superior because the Kairosh became the king. He was from Plus, and his successors were all from Plus. So what we've therefore got is the is this ram, and the ram represents therefore the Persian Empire, which consists of Persian and the Medes. Initially, you have the Medes, 
the then are taken over by the, the latter one, which is stronger still, was become stronger in the time of Kairosh. And this goes to the western to northern side. It does not go to the east because Persia already was in the east. It doesn't bother to go all the way into India, but it tacks always to the west and, and etc. Because it goes into the all the way probably even to Greece. It seems if Greece was conquered at one moment in time. And it was, goes to the north of its kingdom, because this is there in, in Iraq. In uh, Iran, sorry, they went in all the way into, uh, up to Bobel, all the way up to the, uh, to the, to the, to, to be Turkey, and really went down to the south, the south being Egypt. So they take over uh, that way, and nobody can save them. Why are they represented by an Ayol? So that Khazar wants to say, well, it's true that he goes around smashing everybody up. But they aren't bad to the Jews. The ayol represents an animal which is, you know, it's, you can live with an ayol. <laughs> He's only said, in a sense, destructive. The Yidden did quite well in the time of the Persians. As we, as we see, the Kairos allowed the Yidden to go back. He allowed us to rebuild the base. I mean, there was no persecution of the Yidden. We were allowed, of course, we, we had to pay taxes, undoubtedly, and we, and we weren't able to make our own state or anything, undoubtedly that was so. It's got us, even if we got us in Etsisol, yeah. But nevertheless, it was a time of religious freedom, so it was a good time for the Jews. You might say it's a Malchushel Chesed. And without worrying, saying about what they had done in previous generations, at this moment in time, it's a Malchushel Chesed. So let's see what Rashi says. Which was it? Which was it? Oh, I, I, yeah. Oh no, I'm just wondering. I, I, when we first came, you, you tell me, you suggested, um, Stuart, that we hadn't, I hadn't yet finished with chapter nine. Is that? Did we actually go the through? Long the, didn't do. We're doing the long rush. Okay, so we'll, do, we'll leave that until some other time then, because <laughs> no, no, because what he's trying to do is to give the time of the. Of the of the cates according to his cash bonus. Yeah. Right. So let's see Rashi here. Aleph Pazalaf Bishnas Shalosh Achre Hamari Rishon Asher Achas Shenira Elai B'Tzchila Tachalim. After what I saw. The first dream, the first year of Balshatza, and now this is in the third. Al Uval Uloi, Al Hanaha Sheshemoi Uloi. Doesn't give us very much information. You want to say it's a channel? Could be. I mean, I mean Rashi says that the the, the um, river Nile is called a Naha. It's called, you know, Al Hanoho because of all the channels coming out of it. So it could be. The Lakanaim, Remez, the Malchus, Prasumodai, two separate nations. One is a bit bigger. Remez, the Malchus, Pras, Shegadolam, and Malchus Modai. Shemalchus Modai, La Hoysoil, Shona Acha, Shenema, Bishnas, Acha, Sadayorish, Ben, Achashosh, Mizera Modai. We're going to have fine in chapter 9 starts off by saying his vision which he has in the first year of Daryovesh the king of, of, of Modai we don't find any other year yeah, in relation to the, that one so it was a one year old reign only the first one will be Modai but nevertheless, the plus is going to be greater. Posuk Posuk Sorry? Then they would alternate? Well, maybe that was the original idea. There's some suggestion I've seen that they, the original idea indeed they were going to alternate. But sometimes these things don't happen. And once it goes to the second one, they sort of stay on. Even the great Mrs. Thatcher, didn't she say she was going to go on and on and on? That she was deposed, but um, but the Malchus of Pras Pras probably probably assumed that they're going to carry on. Yeah, once you get hold of the uh, once you got the power, you don't, you don't want to give it up. right. So now we get to the next nation. 
because what's okay and then I was thinking seeing the goat a goat comes from the west notice of course Alexander comes from the west yeah Greece is to the west of the of all this Persian Empire whether the Persians actually controlled Greece at one time or not maybe they did maybe they didn't but certainly it's to the extreme west of the Persian Empire he spreads over the whole land but he doesn't touch the land that means it's why the idea of flying it's flying you're floating yes he's, he's going so fast you're over it's not, you're not you can't even sort of see it moving on the ground it's sort of going through the air but that was of course the, the, the way in which Alexander did things in a phenomenally fast I mean how, how cool the way he took over the whole, the whole world but Sophia and to the this the, the, the goat Keren Chosos Beinelo he only had one only one uh, horn between his eyes and it got up to the the Ayo Barakonayim Asher we see and he went to the to the aisle of which had two horns which I saw standing by the Uval now this is interesting because here it's described as the Uval and presumably this is the same Uval as before which lies credence to what I think Mr. Solomon was saying uh, that, that we're dealing with a canal that he, his vision was he was both in Shushan and the, over there in Shushan was this Uloi because Ho'uval suggests the, same, the self-same river yeah that's all part of this vision by Yorot's Elof the Hamas charged into him with all his temple now you didn't see this in the, in the first vision which we had in chapter Zion we were just told a sequence that there was this first power then there was a second then there was a second beast and then the third beast we weren't told the transition from the second to the to the third and here we're actually being given the the transition as we've been given in relation to the second over the first again we weren't told we were just told this beast and then there's that beast and there's that beast and there's that beast whereas we weren't told actually how one took over the other now we're being told number number two which is the ram had attacked the because well, it become with power. What? But, no, that's number three. This is the third one. Yeah, the third one. Who attacked what? Well, the, the, the sphere. The, the, now we're getting the goat attacking the ram. Yeah. The goat. That's Alexander. Yeah, the goat. That is Alexander with power is coming along from the west and attacking the, the ram in the east. That's the Persians in the east. Yeah. The goat is the little animal. A ram is also a little animal. Oh. Don't forget, they're both. He says a goat is a is a small animal, and a ram is also a small animal. I mean, they're not neither of them are particularly big. That's why I suggested that before it's to represent how they behave to the yidden. One was a goat. The, the the goat was also basically the the Greeks were not bad to us. There was a short period of time in relation to the Hashmanoi, and the Greeks were there, and that was the Yidden's Chalaya. I mean, basically, they didn't care. I mean, they, they served their own gods, and you've got your gods, you serve your god, we serve our gods. There wasn't, you know, just make sure you pay your taxes and don't rebel, and uh, they might have been nasty, but it was not a, a religious nastiness in the Greeks. Yeah. yeah. And, but there's no doubt to identification because once again I'll refer you to chapter two a bit later, and which is posit kafalev. But Sophia Asoya and the, the goat Melech Yovan, that's the king of Greece. But Karen Agadela posit kafalev. I've jumped to the explanation. But Sophia, Sophia Asoya Melech Yovan, it's the Greek god, the Greek. The Greek king is the goat. And his great horn between his eyes, who are Melech and that's the first king. It's quite clearly, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't really argue with this now, with hindsight, and say, let's have another interpretation. I mean, this is clearly obviously talking about Alexander. Vahanish Beres, well, I'll just, since we're looking over here, Vahanish Beres Vatamoyna Abatah In fact, that it then gets broken, as Alexander died young. 
the Tamona Ab Abatachtel is going to be four horns coming out after it. That's four kings. Abba Malchus Migoya Amoidu Vilobakai. There'll be four kings coming out, four empires, but they won't have the same strength as the original horn. So let's see where he says this. Well, the four generals. The four generals. We divided up the uh, the empire of Alexander. Yeah, so, so th- this is Alexander now in Posakvov char- charging against the Persians. Of course, yeah, you know, the battle of Issus. Battle of Issus, wasn't it? Mm. When you were, I think. Oh, oh, Isis, sorry? This is in Arbella. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah because he, he, def- he was defeated once, Alexander. Um, that king was called Daryovesh, maybe the daughter, maybe the son of Esther. And then he retreated more to the east, and he had, and then he was, had a second battle where he was defeated again. Why is t- what's today called Turkey? Turkey is the between. Turkey is up the north of yeah. of the Mediterranean well. Yeah, but that splits your one to the west, and then comes up. Yes, you, you may be right. I mean, you're talking about the Bosphorus, aren't you? So that's uh, you're talking about the the, the the Turkey today sits on the on between the part of it is in Europe and part of it is in Asia. Because it's, and that's where the Greeks had to move, cross over into, into I, the Persian Empire. I want to say the Greeks went all, all down to Gospels. Oh, they did? Mm. What's yours? My dear Chappie, mm. in your school, in, mm-hmm. I, 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 they may not have taught you like, yeah. uh, Hebrew things. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me they didn't teach you any uh, world yeah. history yeah. either? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. What's your question? Long time ago. No, the Greeks under Alexander crossed over the Bosphorus, oh. went, smashed up the Persian Empire. He became, he took over Egypt and heritage soil and all the way into Persia. And then, and, and also the north, north that which Iraq or whatever, and then he died. Died very young, and then they broke they broke up his empire into four bits. One was in, based in Egypt, which is the Ptolemies. One which was based in Greece, in Greece itself, or Macedonia, and the other sorry, one based in Syria, which are called the Seleucids, and one of them which was based up in uh, in Persia. Where are Turks from? Turkey. Yeah, from where are they? Well, there's enormous there. It's, it's enormous. a big country, yeah. yeah but, but who so are they? Who did they conquer? Who did they? Well, Turkey later on became the, became, or you must say, mm-hmm. Istanbul mm-hmm. became the capital of the empire, the, the Arab Empire, which occurred, which came much later. Yeah. And later on, it became the the uh, capital of the of the Eastern Roman Empire. Yeah. What? In the Greek time. They called it Lydia. Anyway, we don't have to worry about Magia Eitzel I saw that is the goat going all the way up to. Was he in, in the previous part? He said he's running towards him, and I saw him reaching the isle. There is Marma or Elov. That must be an expression that made it bitter. Mar is bitter, and he had a. It made he was fighting against him. Vayaches or isle, and he had hit him. Vayishabesh take and he broke the two, the two horns. Okay. That means the Persian Empire of Pasamoda was destroyed. Couldn't stand up to him. And he pushed him to the ground. And he trod on him. And he couldn't save himself. He was a bigger harlot. Which is therefore the Persian Empire destroyed by. We weren't told this in the previous vision of how, of whether the it almost sounded like one animal, then another animal, then another animal. Now we're talking, it wasn't just a friendly sort of hello, I'm number I'm number three. <laughs> hello, <laughs> no, 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 it's number three coming along and smashing up number two, good and proper. Yeah, and let's carry on. The sphere who is him, he became very powerful. Of course, Alexander went all the way to India. Yeah, I mean, and in its strength, it, bro- it broke. Then, when it was as powerful, it reached the height of its power, the Karen broke. Alexander died. And then there came up four horns instead of it. Horns here. Horns it must be. No, it was the visions. But it must be a horns here. Not blisters. Sorry? Not blisters. Okay. Maybe blisters if you want to. No, Let's say the Targum. The, um, 
the um, and you tell them the you see the, the Matsuda just puts it in terms of the rear vision. Yeah. I just saw four instead. So I assume that must be four horns. Um, which is which how the how Rush is gonna say it. But I, okay, it could be a blister, but I had said four. Yes, I understand. Yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, I can only say the Rashi understands it's four, four horns, and Chozes means the vision. I saw. I saw now four. Four what? Four horns, says Rashi. The Arba Rukhasushim. I mean, the four corners of the earth. Well, you can understand that again, because as I said, the, the empire split into four different places: one to the west, which would be. That's the only one, one in the south, which would be Egypt, one which would be in the north, based in, in Syria, and one in the east, which would be Persia. And now from one of them, Yotzar Keren Achas, out came a horn, but see a little horn. This begins to sound a bit like the, like the, um, the, the earlier vision, if you remember, when we had the five horns, of this terrible beast, and out came a little one. And it became powerful to the south, that would be Egypt, to the Mizrach. Tsevi must refer to Eretz soil, which is called the, the land which is wanted, beautiful land. So this 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 one, which it says Yotzov, it doesn't say from which. So let's see. Well, this one is. Let's do Rashi first. Um, yeah, a Pazak Hay, I think. You haven't done? Yeah. Oh, you see, Mr. Boy. I was. Is that the right? Is not, I was. With this safer, sometimes mixes me up. Rashi and Evanez. It's Rashi, is it? Yeah, Has anyone got yeah, Rashi? Yeah. 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 Tzvir is a goat. See it? It seems as if he's sort of flighting, um, flying through the ground, through the air. Keren Chozos, Keren Godel and Mario, and I could see it. Wow, this was a corn. This was a horn. He was making things very bitter for this Nebuch, this poor lamb. Chozos Arba, Mare Arba, Kornayim. I saw now four horns. As Rashi says, you see him, the Bedil, he's actually saying horns. From one of these kingdoms, Yotzakerenachas, came out a horn. So Rashi says, Malchus Titus Yotzakerenachas. Now this is already a machlekas, how you understand it. Rashi is going to say that this other one is coming out is now we've already gone from the third into the fourth, which is Rome. Now he says the fourth is coming from the third, and I would understand that as saying, although we always think of Rome as separate from the Greeks, but nevertheless the Romans had a great belief in the Greeks, and a great sort of covert for the Greeks. Um, you find uh, that many of the Roman emperors, they would go to, uh, to Athens and sort of, uh, you know, Athens is the place, you know, where it's all wisdom or whatever. They didn't maltreat the Greeks. They regarded them all as their part of their own people, their own chokhmah and whatever. Um, and they, in fact, they took over. Am I right? Greek and Latin are, are they similar? Are they? Are they? No. I wouldn't know. What? No. They're not. No. Well, I only made a suggestion on the spur of the moment. I was wrong. But anyway, they took over the culture and they took over most of their gods as well, didn't they? I mean, it's just different names. They took over the same Zeus is Jupiter, and uh, you know. It's very similar to the United States and and, in, and the United Kingdom. Uh, if you're in America and you go to school, which I did, mm. you learn all, all all the culture of England, and they just tag on from 1786 right. onwards, right. and you learn all about mm. the culture, mm. learn novelists, and learn poets. Right. But it's all mingled up with England. Right. And it's exactly the same. Yes. The well, certainly the Greek, the Romans regarded themselves exactly. as a continuation of the Greek philosophy and um, learning and uh, architecture and everything else. So. There are many great temples in the south of Italy. There are great temples. In Greek temples. Yeah, Greek. in the south of Italy. Yeah. So therefore, it's not surprising. Right. I mean, that can make good sense. What Rashi is saying that the the, the the Romans come out of the Greeks. 
from one of the kingdom because certainly they were they weren't fighting with the, with the Greeks. Mitzivos is Rashi Mutzav. Why is it called? Why is it a small one initially? Because it's the Nivzis. Kamoisha Kola Malok Kerin Achas Mitzivos. Bozay Atom Oid. Yeah. It's a uh, they didn't have any it's the way Chazal have always looked at it they, the, Greeks, the Romans didn't have any real culture they just chopped everything from the, from the Greeks you didn't say they didn't even have a language that's why I thought it might be similar to the Greek it wasn't it's congruent but Tigdal yes sir but oh it becomes big Tigdal Ma'oid continues Rashi Elan Negev who Mitzrayim it goes to the south of Israel, that's Mitzrayim. So indeed, the Roman Empire extended itself into Egypt after Cleopatra, they took over the place. The Eratzvi, Eretz Israel, Nikras Eretzvi, Kinishanema, Nachlasvi, Tzivas Goy. On the other hand, the, the Roman Empire never was so far in the east as the, the Persian Empire. I mean, indeed, you always had them fighting against the the, the, the Persian Empire. You get, um, one of the Chazal um, tell us about Shovel Malka being fight the king of the Persians fighting off against uh, against the Romans. I mean, we don't. We, we, you see, that's that, that is the same thing, Mr. Solomon. We uh, we we who, uh, as it were, when we learn history as well. We learn Greek, Roman, and sort of. And we we pay little attention to <laughs> to the Persian Empire, which was continuing parallel to the Romans and wasn't defeated by the Romans it remained all the way through as a, as a, as a power place only thing is we Yidden to an extent we regard ourselves successors of the Yidden of Eretz soil came under the Romans but of course those Yidden who were living in Iraq and you're living in uh, Persia were under always the that empire so what happens next um yeah, I think I put a ches on we. Is it? Oh, we did a one. Did we? We did a four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, what's it? Yud. Vatigdal atzvoa shomayim. It becomes great even up to the hosts of heaven. That means the Roman Empire, or the or the or the Ro- the, the Goish, uh, I don't know, whatever they said, is, is attacking the Abishta and, and the idea of our of our of the religion. it will throw down from heaven into the ground. And from the, the stars, the Timisim, and tread them down. Who's you know, that, That's right. Or, or the continuation of the Roman idea. We've always understood it this way. When that, for example, that? That we are the continuation of the Romans. When is it going to Well, it's going to happen after the Greek Empire. That's all. It's, it's, a long, it's taken a long time. Well, 2,000 years. Yeah. Taking a long time, yeah. Well, you see, this is what. I should have said straight away. I'm glad you, you, you made me make the moment. I've jumped straight away to say ultimately, and it's true, they, w- they are the ideas of evolution and the ideas of um, atheism or whatever is against God up in heaven. But even in the meantime, it's the Romans who are the anti-Jewish, anti-religion. So whereas I said before, the, the goat and the, the ram they were relatively kind to the Jews in terms of our religion yeah? but when you get God onto the, 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 the Romans they were the ones who was destroying the base of Mikdash they were the ones who uh, put over in the base of Mikdash they were the ones who, who, were, who were persecuting us for everything. and it continued of course through the Crusades and, through, and right the way through I mean it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the tradition of the Romans that's causing this persecution yeah? so that's as well that's how uh, now the, the fortune when you understand it as well that, that is the tapir outsa minas. Are you going to see it's Rashi? That the it's the it's the Jewish religion that they are attacking. The ad sahatzovah hevdil, and even to the sahatzovah. That's referring to the Ebrister. Even up to the, the, the all that the Kriyshbot was doing in the world, they they are having a go at. And and from him, from the Ebrister, they'll remove the korban tomid, because that the base amigdos should be destroyed. And destroy even his place, the base Amidrash. So he's saying that this fourth empire is going to destroy the base Amidrash. There'll be a time. Now, this word Sovoy normally means a host, but here 
as Tzavah is understood as meaning a time yeah, and a, a what? a period Comes after the Yud, but it shouldn't be. The Yud is, is ultimately the Rome is going to fall. But Tapilar is referring to this Roman Empire. No, and he said, Vatigdal, it will become great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Up, 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 up against the heaven. Means, and that's uh, against the Jewish religion. Vatapel Atzvah. And it will, it will fall down from the heaven, Minatzvah, from Minakarikovim. The, the, all the, the Jewish religion and all our will be destroyed by the Romans. That's the reason, and it will tread on them. Well, it's not going to destroy the whole of the, of the heaven. Some hidden will, will always remain from. No, I mean, that, that's the point, you know. It would never, it would never be completely destroyed. Like Chalisa, no? So Minat Tzobam is only some of the Tzobam, don't you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think Rashi, one of the Mephorchim was going to say that. Let's see what he said. That's how it's over here, yeah? The Tzvot Nisin Al Atom Ebaposha, and a time will be given. Are you pausing or reading? Yud Beis. A time will be given for the Tomid because of sin, that is how long we won't have a Korban Tomid, the whole truth of our Torah will be thrown down and it, this, this, this Roman thing will, be, will do things and be successful yeah. that's the end of what he sees you've already made it I've come now to the moment when the Romans are doing very well uh, because they're still the Yitzvicha I haven't yet spoken about. In fact, if you, you if you put this together with the previous vision, this was the great big beast that goes around with its iron or whatever, destroying everything. And then the, the, there comes a point when the Atik Yomin gets involved. We haven't got yet now to the Atik Yomin. With the point when the the Goetia culture is successful and the Jewish religion is 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 weak. Let's see, Mr. Rashi. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. clearly. The is us. You may not think of yourself, Mr. Aldman, as a, a host up in heaven, but that's what you are. You are, and not only that, you're a star. <laughs> you're a kaif. That is, a Kodesh Baruch himself is the, the top, as it were, of course, and he's got his place, his Mochain, and that's the Beis HaMikdosh, his place in this world, and they're going to destroy his, his place. So in other words, we got this to a position at the very least that you, that, uh, the Doniel is, is saying what's going to happen 420 years after the going, Jews, go, Jews going back. He's, you know, he's a, he's a, he's, it's a pretty good prophecy, you know. If you get the next year right, it's good. How many people in 2000, uh, economists in 2007, realized what was going to happen in 2008, for example, yeah? Hmm. Didn't the Queen say that? The Queen went round to, to um, LSE. And she asked them, to, how come nobody ever said there was going to be a Great Depression in 2008? <laughs> What's this always economics about? <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. Through his armies, he sends again to Shalayim, Bitzel HaTomid, he would stop the Tomid existing. He sent, that is the, the present emperor, whoever it was, had first sent Nero. There must be Vespasian. And before Vespasian, because Vespasian was the one who went after. He sent Nero. And that's when the Tromid stopped. Russia, what they was going to refer to, being six years. Six years before the actual destruction, the Tromid the would stop. It's interesting, Nero, you know, the Romans make a whole fuss about Nero being a total idiot, the man who, who, um, who 
Figgled when Rome was burning and doing all sorts of crazy things. Whereas Chazal actually regarded him as, a, as a, an intelligent person. He's sent to, de- to defeat the Jews, and he comes to a conclusion that's a bad idea, and he becomes it becomes a guest. Became a guest. Oh, the cross is only became a guest. You would say Rabbi Meir was his uh, Rabbi Meir was his anical. Rabbi Meir was his anical. Who taught in Osain ala Tomi Bakesha? He rushes to the Bulgarian. Yeah, but it's Bulgarian. It's Bulgarian. Just here. Who taught in Osain ala Tomi Bakesha? Man Maya, a fixed time was given. He is a Tomi Masulak. This is now. So what? The 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 will be removed, and the Kodesh Baruch decided how many years will I allow? There won't be a Tomi. Bishvil Pesha because of this Pesha now Pesha we're regarding as the Avedah Zorah for the sake of these Avedah Zorahs Shemem he Shemem him Avedah Kachovim Kalema Shetei Avedah Kachovim Nosra B'Yushalayim instead of having Tumuras HaTomid instead of the Tomid there they're going to put up an Avedah Zorah in the Beis HaMikdosh V'chein Yikuri HaBesefer Hazer V'kano M'Kemas Shenem Admosai HaChozen HaTomid no, no, I, I don't know that. I can't find it. I'm, I'm positive you're based. In Russia. You haven't got in Russia. Didn't I say what we were doing? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You keep us guessing. I've gone to Ebenezer. No, you said that. No, it's Russian. It's 14 Nazi, and I'm Tommy Pesha. We'll just do Many people want to say, sometimes we first see the idea of Pesha and sometimes shikots and then he talks about shaming and a lot of people have suggested shekets represents the Aveda Zoras which the Greeks which the Romans had shekets or pesha shaming is what you've got now which you've got the uh, you've got this um, Muslim thing on top it's a shaming shaming means dumb you know it's not an Aveda Zara there's no Aveda Zara in, uh, in, in, the, in the mosque there's nothing wrong with going into a mosque yeah? it's just a, a dumb idea the holy Torah will be knocked down so that's the end of the vision now we're going to get him another conversation which he which occurs now with Donil. Same as the conversation we had in the previous. He, he speaks to one of the Muslims and said, What's all this about then? So now he's going to speak to him about well, we've already we read some of it. He's going to say identify the second and third, one being Rome uh, one is being um, the Persians and one being the Greeks. But also they're going to tell him a bit more about what's going to happen. And above all they're going to talk about the time. Right?